The Big Rick Podcast. The best of the biggest interviews from Big Rick in the Morning on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See more info now at onairwithrick.com. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. So it's so good to have you on the show. Uh, you're When I found out that I was going to be interviewing you, I was uh, I was flabbergasted because you're one of my favorite characters on Orange is the New Black. Blanca, Blanca, right? That is very sweet. Blanca Flores, that is correct. So tell us a little bit about your character. D- describe your character and give us some, uh, like a little bit of the background now that the new season is out so folks can kind of follow along with, with your character. Well, I think we, we started seeing Blanca in a place that was more of a character, if you might, from in season one. It wasn't really uh, a character that, necessarily uh, show it as much in the universe of Litchfield, but then slowly but surely as the um, episodes evolved and the seasons evolved, we started to see this character that sort of came through as a warrior, kind of a rebel, uh, rebelling against authority and and abuse, and to the point of, like, standing on a table, you know, uh, in in protection of, of, of... what she thought was abuse in that epic episode where say I'm not going to reveal for those who haven't seen it, but say Washington, a fan favorite, goes through something very um, horrible. And now we see her in season seven, you know, and I'm honored to have played a role in that is amplifying the reality of immigration detention centers. And yeah. uh, at the end of season six, we see her being caught by ice, and now we're exploring what, um, what that, where that's going. Yeah, and, and we don't want to give spoilers away. Obviously, they, they need to watch the show to see Correct. where that leads. And I've seen the show. I, I binge-watched it last weekend. And, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you played a very powerful character. Uh, that's what I can say. Now, I love what you're doing on your Instagram. You're doing a, 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 some stories about immigrants with the hashtag Immigrant Stories by Laura Gomez. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, I am very excited about that because it's like my way of responding all this craziness of demonizing um, immigrants and what I think is a way of divide and conquer. So we don't that's to say I'm not particularly happy with this administration and how it's handling the whole immigration um, issue. Um, I thought it when, based on the response that I got from at the end of season six when Blanca is taken by eyes, I got so emotional by so many responses and people were so engaged and interested in her journey um and one day I, I took a photo of a friend of mine who had a shirt that said immigrants would get the job done and in my experience it has always been that way and i think in the history of this country it has always been this way um and so i started writing profiles about people around me that either i know directly or have worked with or have impacted somehow my life where i show their, a profile of their life and, and, and a, their journey and the positive impact that they're having in American society. And I called it that because it was like my way to respond and, and kind of be a part of the resistance. Well, I had to compliment you using your platform to do good with, with, with several issues regarding immigration. My hat's off to you. Thanks for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. It's both immigration and it's like writing for women and women of color. I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of like the... That is part of the positive uh, portion of, of having a platform, right? And if we let it drown us, it will all be narcissism. So I had to find a way to make use of it in a positive light. 
and I hope you don't mind me asking you this. I don't want to get too personal with you, but your home country is the the, the Dominican Republic. Can yes. you tell us your immigration story really quick? Absolutely. I came in 2001, just a few weeks after 9-11, which is the craziest thing you can possibly think of. Uh-huh. I wanted to be an actor, and I wanted to train professionally, and um, I discussed it with my parents, who gladly are very... Um, enlightened and, and intelligent people. And my father said, well, you know, maybe this is the safest time in, in, in the world for, the, for New York, and I think we'll, you'll be fine. So they let me come. I was um, barely 21, turning 21, and here I am. <laughs> yeah. Many, 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 many years later, both Dominican and slash New Yorker. Well, obviously, the Orange is the New Black has opened some doors for you, but you've been around for quite a while. Uh, you're currently working on a project that you're, I, I think you may still be shooting or might be done with called Sunshine. Can you tell us yes. more about that? It's a, Domini- it's a film in the Dominican Republic. I'm very excited to be a part of that movement of Dominican filmmaking because Latin America is very important for me mm-hmm. and our stories matter. And like I said, I'm a part of you know, part of me is Latin America, part of me is uh, New York, so the U.S. And um, this, in this, I play a character very different from Blanca, is um, a prostitute, but not your typical Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, pretty woman type of thing. It's a, it's a very surreal world. It's, it's actually an interesting film because it's like about a, this American guy who comes to the country after the elections of 2016, and he's dealing with some uh, aftermath depression and comes into this little town called Terrenas in the Dominican Republic. And it has been a gift. The director, Juan Bisono, is a very visionary guy. I think we're going to make it very good in film festivals. And um, I'm writing and directing myself, so I plan to direct um, two pieces that are going to be between New York and the Dominican Republic as well. And uh, I see here that you've recently gotten to do some work with Keanu Reeves. What was that like? <laughs> that was a while ago, actually, and it was it was an inter- it, it, that film didn't quite make it where it was supposed to, but it was such a wonderful experience for me. It was a part of my journey. I became very good friends with Ana de Armas, who is now blowing up. It's a great Cuban actress, and it was a gift. It's a gift to be her friend. And Keanu was lovely. I didn't get to work directly with him, but it was. Such a beautiful experience to meet him. So it's I, called Exposed. I think you can find it on Netflix. I'm gonna have to go check that out. Um, yeah. So I have a silly question for you: when you're when you're out in public uh, and you meet fans, do, do do they do they reference El Diablo any to you? You know, sometimes people <laughs> people have been loving that love story. It's a very unlikely um, love story, but if you think about it and if you follow the whole journey of Blanca, um, it's a beautiful. Uh, love story and probably the most stable relationship of the whole orange universe (laughs) yeah yes they have become a fan favorite for sure so you have something in common with me uh in radio you know we pay the bills with advertising and you have a background in studying advertising right I have a background in advertising. I also have a background in um, voiceovers. So I've been the voice of CoverGirl and Swap Professionals and many brands for many years. Um, I started in radio uh, many years ago in my country. Yes. Holy cow. Can you tell me more about that station and what you did there? Oh, my God. It was a rock station. And at the time, I would just discuss some of the music that was uh, about to come, and I would read some Uh commercials. And, um, yeah, it was 
uh, for me, anything that would get me close to acting, and back then there wasn't much, um, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with, um, I just love communication in general, and radio is a part of it, so... Yeah, radio is definitely uh, uh, kind of like a gateway to many other professions. Um, yeah. Was there a song on that rock station that you remember that you just loved listening to when you were uh, doing air shifts there? Oh, I would listen to a lot of, uh, it was a lot of American rock. So we would listen to a lot of uh, Rolling Stones, and uh, I would do my own twist. So I would like to listen to Bob Dylan sometimes, not only rock, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, my palate my palate got a little bit better while I was working at that station, uh, and I, I am in love with radio as a way of storytelling as well. That is so awesome. What what was your on air name? No, I I didn't have a DJ name. It was Laura Gomez here in the morning okay. on Saturday mornings. It, it wasn't like this type of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was really me, like wacky FM um, DJ type stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy because I'm an actor, but when it comes to Everything else, I'm very much myself. Yeah. (laughs) And this was no exception. So with every guest that I have on this show, I always give them a a few seconds because we got to wrap up here in a minute because I know you're running out of time. But uh, we we love to give you a a small uh, platform at the end of the interview to maybe uh, talk about a cause that you really care about, maybe a charity or something that you're passionate about that you would like to tell the listeners about. Well, there are two things that, that happened with the show. Um, we launched the, the Say Washington Foundation uh, Fund uh, last uh, fr- Friday, actually. The Empire State was, was lit all orange to launch this. And I think it's a, a wonderful way of seeing how fiction can translate into reality. So here our fans can donate to this fund, which will be helping several nonprofit organizations that are helping um, formerly incarcerated women and, and, and immigrants get on their feet. But they're also uh, the uh, Migrant Freedom, which you can find on Twitter. Uh, and if, you know, if you're done with detention centers, if, you, if this show is making you aware of the fact that there's, this is a, a way of making profit and it's not right, you can find uh, freedomforimmigrants.org and, and donate to them as well. Laura Gomez from Orange is a New Black. Many other great films, too. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Big Rick Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iHeartRadio, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are heard. See exclusive video interviews and content now with the Big Rick in the Morning YouTube channel. Subscribe now at onairwithrick.com.